You are listening to another Always Moto production. The Always Moto Podcast with your host, David Hogan. We talk moto events from around the world. All the injuries, all the training ins and outs, the bikes, parts and gear inspections. The results, we interview your favourite riders. It's the Always Moto Podcast. We occasionally have some coarse language and the odd stuff up along the way. If you don't like it or you don't agree with us, turn it off right now. I'd like to remind you that he is not a doctor. That's right, Moto fans. I'm not a doctor, but I am a physiotherapist, and this is episode 88 of the Always Moto podcast, proudly brought to you by Liat Moto Australia. As always, I'm your host, David Hogan. This is the Always Moto podcast. We are not, yes, you heard that right. We are not in the depths of the clinic throwing strapping tape anywhere it will stick today. Today, we are back in the pits again at Marvel Stadium, this time World Supercross. We're getting some post-race interviews from the riders that, yes, you definitely wanted to hear from these guys, and there is probably a couple that you maybe didn't want to hear from. But we again, they were standing still, so I got the microphone out, we shoved it in their face, and we made them talk. So that's where we're up to. This is what this show is all about, post-race interviews. But hey, Moto fans, this episode is brought to you by Lee at Moto Australia, the ultimate gear and protection solution for riders seeking top-notch safety and style. From head to toe, Liat Moto has you covered with innovative helmets, goggles, body armor, and more. Liat Moto Australia has cutting-edge technology that pushes boundaries in rider safety. Don't compromise on your safety and comfort. Choose Liat to stay safe and embrace the thrill. Head over to liat.com.au and gear up for your next ride. Now, don't forget to competitive edge performance. Are you looking to take your performance to the next level? Competitive edge performance is the go-to provider of strength and conditioning programs, sports nutrition, and on-bike coaching schools for athletes of all levels. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro, they've got you covered, offering in-person sessions and top-notch online programs that are accessible anywhere, anytime through their awesome training app. Competitive Edge Performance believes everyone deserves access to the best training and they have over 10 years of industry experience so their coaches know what it takes to succeed. Join Competitive Edge Performance today. Always Moto podcast listeners can get 50% off. Yes, that's 50% off your first month of training on their app using the code COMPEDGECOACH. That's C-O-M-P-E-D-G-E-C-O-A-C-H, all in capital letters. And don't forget Slant Board Guy Endurance Recovery Boots. Both of these are training-related products. They might go hand-in-hand hand with competitive edge performance there. But Slant Board Guy helps you do those squats and get those knees over toes and improve that leg strength. Uh, and Endurance Recovery Boots make sure that you are recovered for that next session when you want to use the Slant Board again. Both of these companies are offering discounts to Always Moto podcast listeners. You just need to use the code ALWAYSMOTO in lowercase at checkout to save. Tech 167 3D printing. Do you need something cool for your bike? They can print it up and make it there pretty much on the spot. Um, they're very good at this product, um, designing and printing out things that are really cool for your bike, customizing them, all that sort of stuff. Check them out. Let them know you listen to the Always Moto podcast and they'll get you a discount as well. As always, I still need your support to get us to our next races in 2024. Hopefully, we can do something in the US again. We have our merch available to help the show 
get through to these more races and more in-person things so we can bring more content to you. We have our Always Moto t-shirts. They are available now. T-shirts are $25 plus postage and handling. So show your support of the podcast and get a t-shirt to rock at your next race. Email us at info at alwaysmoto.com. Put t-shirt order in the subject line and send the size through and we'll be in touch regarding payment via PayPal and let you know of the delivery date. But if you want to show, show some support to the show but you don't want a t-shirt... Like I said before, in most of these podcasts, maybe you don't need to wear a shirt. Maybe you are that sexy. Maybe those pecs are just popping from all that training with competitive edge performance. If they are and you don't want a t-shirt, that's fine. But you can still help support the show. Send us a donation to the Always Moto PayPal account. Now, there are some special announcements here. There are deals going on everywhere in the world at the moment because of Black Friday, but no more than the Black Week with Polar Australia. They have a massive sale going on at the moment. Um, They have deals on just about every product on their website. It's the time to upgrade if you need to update your Polar device. Maybe you just want to get a new chest strap or a bike mount. Now is the time. They have some sensational deals going on. You have until December 3rd to get a deal at Polar Australia. So go and check that out. To find all of these supporters, follow the links in the show notes or in in our bio on our social pages. But let's get to these post-race interviews from World Supercross in Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, Australia. All right, round three, World Supercross, Melbourne, the finale. Uh, we're here with CDR, Yamaha, fill-in rider, Robbie Wageman. Robbie, um, not a great night, but it was okay. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a great night, but um, it was decent. Could have gone a little better, but not terrible. So, um, yeah, I just can't thank the whole CDR, Yamaha team enough for let me fill in and race for him for the last two rounds of this World Supercross. So I had a great time and uh, wish I could have done a little better for him. But you know what? It's dirt bikes. It's the way it goes sometimes. So just been enjoying it. These um, World Supercross rounds being the short three races, it provides a bit of chaos, but it also throws some interesting results in at times. Do you like the format? Do you not like the format? What would you prefer to see if you don't like it? I like the format. Um, it's a very, very, very hectic six laps or eight laps whatever we do um very intense um the whole starting on the same gate all three main events is is a little rough like for the third one but um hey the cards were dealt with and we got to execute and uh yeah the third race i just didn't execute the start very well came out kind of far back and i just tried to tried to ride it in but I don't even know what place I got, but it wasn't great. <laughs> so where to from now? Like, obviously, this is the end of the season um, from the racing side of things, but you're probably heading back into getting prepared for 2024 AMA side of things. Um, do you get any break, or just straight into it when you get back on the ground in America? Yeah, I uh, fly out tomorrow morning, um, going straight back to the States, and then uh, next weekend I'm doing an arena cross up in Idaho. So, um, yeah, kind of. Kind of full pinned right now. <laughs> no, no rest at all, mate. <laughs> yeah, I go do the arena cross and then uh, come home, get the new bike, do a little testing on that. I think that gives us about a month, exactly a month till round one. So, yeah, we're pretty much pinned. And uh, what are we riding again in uh, this season coming up for 24? Uh, I'll be on Team Solitaire Yamaha back in the States. So, yeah, we'll get the new bike, do some testing. And, uh, you know, this, this uh, World Supercross stuff, Really helped me get some gate drops, some off-season um, racing. So happy to be here, and I hope I get the opportunity to come back in the future. I was going to just ask that: is that, has you had that conversation about I'm available for next year at all with uh, Craig or anything? Um, yeah, a little bit here and there. I mean, I would have liked to, you know, do a little better for him, but um, it's kind of been. We've talked about it uh, with with him, so 
you know, and I think with a little more preparation and stuff for next year, like if I were to come back and, you know, maybe like ride the bike a little bit, I, I never ridden the bike. I've only raced it. So that's a little difficult, but you gotta, you gotta get used to it quick. So, um, tried my hardest and, uh, gave it all I had, but you know, just, just trying to have fun. The filling ride's always tough, but uh, look, you did a reasonable job. Hopefully you can um, see you back here next year, and um, good luck in 24. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh. All right, round three, the final for World Supercross in Melbourne. We're here with uh, Club MX Luke Nice. Luke, um, three race format. The first one, I think I saw you in the middle of the track at the start of the race. The second one, I think I saw you crash. The third one was maybe better than those two, but not the best night all round. Nah, uh, definitely didn't go the way I, I had planned or hoped. Um, just uh, best way to describe it is a shit show night. Um, nobody's fault, just uh, not the best luck. And uh, had some brake issues, basically in all three of them. Uh, my rear brake wasn't working that well. Um, okay. But basically just go away, so it's like front brake only out there for me. But um, couldn't really figure out what was going on. We changed brake pads, changed fluid. Just couldn't figure anything out. Um, so last moto, basically just front brake only motos. First two motos, I uh, thought I had the whole shot, and then uh, had the you got a nice bump. Yeah, yeah, got bumped pretty good. So, uh, but uh, yeah, had a nice little off track experience, and then uh, ended up falling in that one, or did like a 360. Second one, I uh, set like third turn. I literally had no brakes, and I stomped on them and stalled it. Uh, so I mean. Nothing I can do, just kind of move on from here and uh, get ready for Supercross this year. So so what's the plans there? Are we um, having a week off or anything or are we straight into it when we get back on the ground? Uh, actually, I got a bike waiting for me at home. I got I to gotta go put some suspension on it and uh, hopefully start bike riding. Uh, probably end of the week. I'll probably take the beginning off, uh, get back on schedule. Jet bit. lag? Yeah, the jet <laughs> lag. Yeah, so... Um, but other than that, I mean, we're, we're right back to it. Boot camp starts, so um, we, we got to get started with it. And are we able to say who we're riding with and everything at this point or not? Uh, yeah, I'll be privateer again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, club's going to help me out with a little bit of stuff. And then uh, I got my, my old title sponsor back, RG, um, great military company. So, um, But uh, we'll be on Yamaha's and uh, have a little bit bigger of a setup this year, so it should be really good. East Coast? Yeah, 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 250 East Coast. Yeah, nice. So you've got a bit of time to get ready and everything and um, yeah, get over that jet lag. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, definitely. Well, look, appreciate it. Well, hopefully we see you again in uh, Australia or in the world stuff next year. Um, but yeah, nice to have you out here and thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, uh, round three, World Supercross Melbourne, the final. Um, Cole Thompson, Club MX Yamaha, we've had a really good weekend, mate. Um, second overall tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good weekend in total. Um, you know, I had a lot of racing ahead of me and just made sure I stayed on two wheels, put myself in good positions, and uh, that's what we did this weekend. Just made sure that we were up front when it counted and uh, got a couple of heat wins um, tonight and last night and then uh, a third in the main last night and second overall tonight. So to me, that's uh, a big accomplishment. I've had less than two hours on the club bike and uh, able to jump on it and just gel with it right away. And then uh, obviously with Circo, I really wanted to go out with the win, but... Uh, I had my hands full last night, so um, all in all, it was a good year. Uh, third in the championship in Australia, and then obviously this. Uh, I missed the first round, but able to get a podium here and, and, and do something. It's been a solid finish. Like, you know, it's sort of built along, and I, I feel that's probably come along from you had that little injury point there, the fitness is starting to kick back in. Everything's just been clicking now, and the laps tonight, um, honestly, they look really easy for you. 
Yeah, just smooth laps for me tonight. Um, it, and yeah, I agree with uh, being off. I was off the bike for uh, I think just shy of 12 weeks, and when so, it's a while. Yeah, and, and when I did come back, I had no strength. Um, I, I was kind of debating if I wanted to come back to race and be honest with you. Um, you know, I actually kind of waited out, and I'm like, you know, I am getting older. Is it is it something I want to do? And and obviously, my back got better with time my mind got better with time and I started thinking All right, I, I need to go back racing and I'm glad I did because I mean we're here and uh, man you live for moments like this it's yeah. it goes by in a blink tomorrow it's a new day and, and, and you'll be on to the next journey but right now I'm gonna soak this moment in I'm gonna soak this weekend in um, and like I say you know coming back to Australia was a no-brainer for me uh, Circo is like family they asked me if I would be interested I, I didn't hesitate uh, I will say I came in unprepared but Again, like I was determined to figure it out, and we got better as the series went on. Unfortunately, second round I struggled, but short series you need to be on every weekend, and I wasn't, and uh, that's what cost us in uh, having to run at you know a better position in the championship and, and better races overall. Yeah, look, um, it's, it's amazing when you say that bit about you know you're considering not maybe coming back at all. It's a funny how you know those injuries, the bigger injuries, can sort of give you in that set mindset, but then a little little kick here a little step there some strength in the gym or a cycle and you feel better and it, yeah. it slowly turns around and obviously it just worked its way back to where you feel like normal again yeah absolutely i think uh the first when i first had the injury was right before i was supposed to race and because um, that was mess, meant to miss the first round wasn't it yeah correct so when i when i did initially get the injury and, and i got the mri and they're you know you're you're kind of what I was feeling and then with the MRI with, with having all these disc problems and having nerve issue and the nerve issue was not just in my back, it was all the way down my leg into my foot and um, I, 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 I said mentally it was eating me. Like injuries in the past you get better with time, this was getting worse with time. This was getting worse and worse to the point where I was like my body will never be the same, um, I'll never be able to seat balance or do the things that I want to do on a bike. And I've had to adjust a bit. I don't. I don't know if you see, but like even tonight, I, I I won't seat bounces like right out of the corner like I used to. I feel like there's a couple of rhythms you might not have yeah. done, and maybe that yeah, explains and, it. And and, and and it wasn't so much that, but it's like you think about it still, and um, you never want to go back to that <laughs> place, man. When you're hurting and you're not getting better day in and day out, that wears on you mentally. So. Uh, look, you've done really well. Um, you should be really happy with where you are. Um, plans for 24, seeing as we're basically at the end of the season now. Um, yeah. What's happening for you at the beginning of next year? So I'll go right back to the U.S. and get right back to work. I said uh, this is actually my slow time because <laughs> uh, I, in the next three, four weeks, I'll be um, Florida, Carolina, uh, California, back to Carolina, and then back out to Anaheim once. So pretty much right now is a good warm-up before the, 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 you know, the real work begins sort of thing. And I felt like this series, and obviously the Australian series, has helped me with gate drops, helped me with confidence, and obviously just seeing the pace, yeah. you know, being flat out, so good. Do we have a plan to be back here in Australia at all, or not too early for that? I hope so, I really hope so. I think, um, you know, I hope that, you know, Circo uh, gets the itch and, and we come back with, you know, something or, you know, Honestly, like they're family to me, and if they would ever put something back together, you'd say yes. I would say yes in a heartbeat. I, I love the team, and I love Gavin and the guys, and that's what um, you know. They got me the opportunity to begin with. I'll forever be grateful. You know, they they took care of me year one, and even this year, you know, like spending some time with Gavin and, and Teasy and Johnny, and it's it's family. You know, I call them up on a daily basis when I'm back home now. You know, so that's that's pretty unique, and 
I think if they had a, another run at it or they gave me an opportunity, I, I would say yes in a heartbeat. That's awesome to hear. Well, look, Cole, um, well done tonight. Thank you for your time, and um, hopefully we see some more of you in, next, in the near future. Thank you. All right, another one from round three of the World Supercross in Melbourne. Um, we've got the Club MX fill-in rider, Reese Budd. Reese, I think it was worth doing. A reasonable first moto, second moto, eh, third moto, yeah, again, good. Um, hopefully what we talked about during the week about turning some heads, maybe you did. Yeah, I think so. I, um, I, I, I believe I, I proved myself wrong as well. I surprised myself a little bit. So um, overall, I'm super happy that I got this opportunity. Um, I had two days riding a 450 before this weekend. So I've had zero experience and my first ever 450 race. So to, uh, to go out there, Moto One, and um, stick it in the top 10, it's, it's uh, pretty surreal. So I, um, yeah, like I said, I surprised myself. And I, uh, my goal tonight was to just do uh, three consistent motos, stay on two wheels, uh, hit my marks, and uh, pretty much did that all night. You know, the the second one was a little bit behind, but um, there was a big group right in front of me. You know, I was like right right there, uh, but unfortunately, I was just on the back end of that little group. So, uh, but yeah, another half decent start in moto three, and um, yeah, brought it home in uh, 14th place with the 12 lapper. So overall, a, a really positive night, and it's a good one to finish the year. Do I feel like tonight? versus last night on the 250. I feel like you're better tonight on the 450, even though, you, like you said, you haven't ridden it very much, and a whole new team, fill-in deal. I feel like you actually look better, maybe even in more control. Yeah, I, I believe that as well. I just think there was zero pressure, zero expectation, so uh, my goal was to just go out there and have fun. So I wish I had that approach last night as well, because uh, I know I have what it takes to do really well, but I just put a lot of pressure on myself to, to go and do that. So. Tonight there was zero pressure, I just went out, rode a dirt bike and um, had an absolute ball. That's what you should be doing every time, you've got to figure out how to do that again then. Yeah, yeah, that's it, so uh, that's what I'm going to work on throughout the, uh, the off-season, into the pre-season and uh, into next year, so that's my goal, i just got to bring this same uh, mindset into that and uh, I know it's going to be a good year. So what's the plans here for the next few weeks, we're having a bit of a break, resting from bikes and then getting back into it in like late January or something, or what are we doing? Yeah, I'm still a bit unsure, you know, I, I'm definitely going to do a little bit of riding within the next few weeks. Um, how much, I'm not too sure yet. Um, obviously, there's some exciting things coming up that uh, I'll be able to announce, hopefully in a couple of weeks' time. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good year, that's for sure. That's good. Well, hopefully we can hear about this very soon and um, hopefully a solid year in 2024. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, another round three World Supercross Melbourne interview. Uh, we're here with Pipes Motorsport Group's Cullen Park. Cullen, uh, we finally got three motos in a row with reasonable results. You've been doing two good ones and a bad one. Tonight we finally got it, but we just missed the podium overall. Yeah, that, that part's frustrating. I want to be happy with tonight, and unfortunately I'm, I'm still just like kind of <laughs> A little disappointed? Bummed. Yes, it's like because you're like so close to the podium, you know. But uh, yeah, 4-5-4 four, four for fourth overall. By far my best result of the season, I came off two tenths because like you said, I'd have two good motos and a crash in the first yeah. turn. So yeah. honestly, just happy to get three good motos under my belt tonight. And uh, it was nice to finally ride my RM Army on the uh, on like a kind of legit Supercross real. track. I was say real track. But yeah, yeah, because uh, I just haven't even been able to like get like a good feel for it. And today, honestly, I was so comfy. We made a little change at the bike after the first practice. And from then on, I'm like, dude, I like this thing. And it showed my riding. Uh, had a, had a pretty good night, a couple mistakes, but overall, uh, 
definitely some improvements compared to the first two races, so definitely happy with that. You know, I've been working hard and I've had no result to show for it, so at least tonight I have somewhat of one to, to show for. Is it a bit disappointing that you feel like you've found the bike being comfortable now and that's the end of that for this season for the Suzuki? Yeah, 100%. But it's like, it's not even that it was the bike being uncomfortable, I think it was me just being uncomfortable on the really tight tracks. Obviously Abu Dhabi was extremely tight, um, and I'm sure everyone had the same the same problem that I did. So today, just getting on the like a more real style Supercross track where I can really open it up. The corners are real bowl corners. Oh, just more in my element. So yeah, it was a lot of fun out there today. And speaking about in your element, you were out of your element. You said to us before the weekend that you had never hit a ramp before, and uh, how was that experience? Yeah, that was uh, man. I was terrified because then I went and watched the uh, the first practices of the Oz X series, yep. and a lot of guys were casing it, and I'm like swelling up there like oh my gosh i've never hit a freestyle ramp before didn't know what to do and it's like a pretty big jump but uh yeah first time i hit it i made sure to oj that thing to, uh i did not want to case it and then honestly it's so sick hitting each lap because it's the same thing every time you know you don't have to worry about like a different kicker or something like that uh but besides the besides the finish line the track dried out a lot um or i don't even know from last night to tonight yeah, it actually, was different i don't i don't know if i want to say dried out but it was a lot slicker today um, it was a wet slick, and then it turned into like a dry slick. Yeah. Uh, some moisture must have came up in it. Like before the whoops was like ice, because we obviously started to go to the inside, and trying to skim the whoops from the insides was a little tough. But yeah, overall, though, the track was a lot of fun, much better than the first two races. And yeah, just happy to get three good motos. Yeah, nice. So um, 2024, what are we, we back, uh, back home in a day or two, um, straight into training? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I'll uh, get back home Monday night. Uh, I mean, yeah, I need to get back to it because uh, East Coast is coming up quick. But, man, I'll be honest. Like, when I got to Australia, I, I hate just saying jet lag because everyone likes to use it. But, man, it hit me like a train when I got here. And uh, even this morning, like, I was pretty tired, but it's my best riding. So maybe I just need to show up tired each weekend. <laughs> just keep it going yeah. like that. Just, yeah. just stay up late and go for it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, that, maybe that's what works for me. Well, look, awesome to see you in Australia in the World Supercross Series this year. Um, hopefully we see you back next year, but we'll see what happens. And, um, yeah, good result. Well done. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, thank you for taking the time with me. Easy. All right, round three, World Supercross Melbourne. Uh, the final round here, Rick Ware Racing's uh, Henry Miller. Henry, what was tonight? A disaster. <laughs> I thought, uh, we, we just had a quick chat beforehand and yeah, I thought that's where we'd lead to but I'll just start there. It wasn't great, you're obviously in the, the, the second half of the night like just having a bit of a shit show but you're here riding a dirt bike in another country, surely there's some positives to that. Ah uh, yeah for sure, I mean it was a disaster I think for our whole team, you know, everyone struggled tonight, um, it, it, it's kind of weird, you know, last year we came here and we did pretty good, um, we all love the track, just things didn't play out for us. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here, we're racing dirt bikes, we're all safe, we're all flying home. Um, you know, you can't be more grateful for, for that. You know, you travel the world, race dirt bikes, and you, you just get to live your best life. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Rick giving me this opportunity, Rick and Dave. Um, without them, you know, I, I'd be at home uh, just preparing for 24 Super Ross in the States. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I really great, greatly appreciate the opportunity that they have presented me with again for the second year. Yeah, no, that, that part's really cool. To be actually racing and, you know, learning something maybe in, in all this too, um, but getting paid to do something you love. So that's, the, that's an awesome aspect of it. Um, so 2024, what are the plans for you, mate? Uh, so as of right now, my, my plans are I'll be on the Tyloo Honda, East Coast Supercross as last year. Yep. Um, we're planning to go outdoors. They're, they're planning to help me 
through the outdoor series. I'll be on a 450, um, but that, but they are planning to get involved and kind of hopefully the, the semi or the sprinter or something's going to the races so I don't have to make the drive to every race myself. But um, the goal is to be on that 450 first round outdoors, hit them all and get into the SMX points in the 450 class. Is this something, like you mentioned about the team trying to do this now, with the change to the SMX combining this, this for the AMA, is this making the teams actually look at the outdoors and try to be a part of the whole thing for the whole year round, or do you just feel that it's, it's time they've got sponsors and they can actually do it? Um, so, so for some of the guys that do really good in Super Ross, they don't even have to line up outdoors. No, true. They, they can score enough points in Super Ross and just show up SMX, make their money and go home. Yep. Um, for us smaller guys, I think it helps. You know, us privateers that we go to Super Ross and in the 450 class, like, yeah, we can get squeak into the main and we're you know we're back there but you don't get that many points but when we go outdoors and they pay points per moto yeah. and we can be anywhere from 10th to 20th you know we could we could score you know 30 points on a weekend versus in super ross in the 450 class you go and score four points so it's a you can make up so much just in 11 rounds that you have you, you almost make those guys that just race Supercross think like they have to go outdoors to score points so they don't have to do the LCQs. Yeah, I feel like there's just been a, like everyone watched it this first year and then there's just this shift to like, we've all got to go to outdoors all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, you've seen a couple dudes, like you've seen Colt. He went to go try race a couple. Yeah, he had some issues with uh, some bike stuff and crashes and stuff like that. But he knew like, hey, like I got to go to try to score my points because things are getting tight. So I think it's making it better over there in the States. Um, I also think World Super Ross has made them step up in the yeah. States a little bit yeah. as far as uh, purse-wise. I mean, the Super Ross and outdoor purse didn't really change, um, but the SMX purse is there now. So we yeah. have something else that we can look forward to. So it's a really cool opportunity, and I think it it's helped with the sport. Yeah, nice. I, you touched on something about that World Supercross pushing the AMA along. As much as nobody probably wants to admit it, I really feel that that's happening on some level. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, the whole World Supercross thing was, it was a struggle this year for them. Um, you know, they had some things that happened and we had some uh, canceled rounds. So even though that happened, they're still pushing MX Sports and Feld to be better. I mean, look, they came together to create one series at the end. No one ever thought that would happen. Yeah. So, and that didn't happen until WSX became a thing. So, uh, it, it's definitely helping. So, what about WSX for next year? Is there any talk for you at this stage about doing it again? Do you want to do it again? Uh, I would definitely be interested in doing it again. Um, I've heard some talk about them cutting back, no 250s, two riders, 450 class only. Don't know what that's all about. So it's just going to kind of plan or go by how they plan it out next year. You know, if they cut back half the riders, half the bikes, you know, um, if they do that, then I, I probably won't end up being able to do it. Um, I had a couple offers to come to Australian Supercross. I was wondering if somebody might get something like that because it's an enticing thing to then pair it all up. Yeah, so I had a couple offers to come do the three rounds. Unfortunately, the WSX thing with us riot racing nights back to back, the World Super Rust team, they, they shut that down real quick and it just wasn't an option. So if I can't be here for World Super Rust, 
my plan is to try to be here for Australian Supercross. Well, you know they're trying to do five rounds for Australian Supercross next year, so it might be a nice lead-in to um, 2025 AMA for you. 100%. You know, I came down here in 19 as a fill-in guy uh, for the Raceline KTM team. Yep. Um, I ended up getting hurt at the last round, unfortunately, but I got to go and race, uh, race Wollongong, yeah. and then we went to New Zealand, and then we came here yeah. for those three rounds, and they had some before I got here, but... That five rounds would be awesome, you know, a little preseason kickoff. I, I do believe when we come here and race World Supercross, the racing is aggressive and tight, and it helps when I go home. I race more aggressive, and I race our racers who race definitely more clean, yeah. and I'll race them aggressive, like more aggressive than I have in the past. Well, see, you're learning something. Maybe it wasn't as bad of a night as you think. So we turn it into a positive. Yeah, you always got to take the positives from the negatives, and it, it definitely helps when I go home. It's it's a learning experience, you know. Take the good from the bad and just keep on rolling. Well, look, hopefully we do see you next year, whether it's World Supercross or Australian Supercross, but hopefully see you back in Australia sometime soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, round three in uh, Melbourne, World Supercross. We're here with Colt Nichols, Rick Ware Racing. Colt, I don't know what the hell you got in the first two, but that last one, where did that come from? I have no idea either uh, on the first two. Uh, the third one's where I wanted to be the whole time and felt like where I, I should have been this whole series, but the uh, the whole day can snowball really quick in this series, and the way the, the tracks are built, and, you know, a lot of 90s, and um, it's just it's tough to make up time. It's tough to pass. You know, we've had smaller stadiums, smaller tracks. Um, they, they just build them a lot different than the U.S., so it takes some time to get used to it, but overall, I mean, if you get a bad... Uh, bad qualifying time, you know, bad bad heat race, and you're stuck outside on the gate. It's just, it snowballs really quickly. So it was just tough, man. I, I would get stuck back in the back and um, needed to be more aggressive, needed to make better passes and get around guys and try and move forward. And I just felt like I got a little too stuck, you know, in the first two main events and really this whole series. But uh, that last one was the easiest race I've had the whole time, you know. So it was it's frustrating in a sense, but... Um, also rewarding, knowing that that's where I feel like I should have been the whole time battling for this championship and up there running with Ken and Joey and all these guys. So uh, rewarding, but also really frustrating at the same time. Does it does it give value to that comment where everybody goes, it's just a start? Like, is it as simple as a start in that case? Because that's what it looked like tonight for that last yeah. race. I mean, uh, for me, that's certainly what it was. I mean, <laughs> which is insane. I mean, that it can make that big of a difference. Like I said, I have no idea what place I got those first no, two, yeah, those you're, first you're two main events. Yeah, it was, it was Sorry, horrible. You no, it was horrible. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was almost laughable because... The first main event, I think me and Kyle Chisholm passed each other maybe five or six times. Like, it was insane. Well, Chiz did the similar. He was, like, up there at the last one, too, but yeah. not as good as yourself. But, yeah, he had yeah. two bad ones. And so, yeah, you like, at the back at the beginning, and then the last one, you suppose, up the front. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was insane. But it's, it's all just track position. I mean, it, that was pretty, pretty clear, yeah. you know, for me. Uh, the first one, though, me and Chiz going back and forth, and I jumped the finish, and I'm like, well... Chiz is on the inside. He's going to pass me again, you know, for like the fifth time. So it was, it's almost kind of funny, you know, but it's, it's all racing. You know, it's the same for everybody. It's not like I had different shoes than anybody yeah. else. Um, I just needed to be a lot better than what I was at making passes, getting up front, um, being more assertive off the gate, and um, just putting myself in a better spot. And I felt like I didn't do that really this whole series. So it was uh, it was a frustrating series. It tested me quite a bit. Um, but overall, I mean, to, to end it that way, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, nice. Now, 2024. I'm, I'm going to ask you for some tips because I'm actually going to ride a beta here as a media nice. test in about a week and a half. So yeah. how is the beta for you? I honestly love it. It's yeah. uh, It's been a really good transition, surprisingly a lot better than I anticipated. Not not thinking it was going to be bad in the first place, but you just don't know what to expect. No. And yeah. uh, getting on it, 
hopping into Supercross, I mean, there's zero data at all. You yes. know, we have zero Supercross data. Um, we don't even know where to set the sag, where to do anything. You know, we're all just going off a of feel, and uh, it's kind of cool. You know, a lot of teams have ways, and they're kind of stuck in their ways, where they want the bike, how they want the bike, and this is just an open book. So it's good. Uh, once we get to the racing, it, it might get a little more difficult. We don't have notes to go back on yeah. and things like that. But overall, man, chassis-wise, I love the way the chassis feels. We're working on getting a little more horses underneath it, and um, I, I'm really happy with, with where we are this early, for sure. With, with the beta, obviously it's not a, a, a mainstream brand at this point, right? Yep. Yep. Parts-wise, the, the additional like accessories, clamps, um, options for that, I gather there's not heaps of that. Have you had to start with literally stock and then just go, I want to do this, and they're, they're trying to go and build it, or, or how's that work for you? Yeah, somewhat. We've uh, we've got lucky and got a handful of parts, yeah. you know, a handful of things to try and test. Mainly, you know, at, at this level, it's mainly fork and shock, fork and shock, fork and shock. Internal all day. valving. Yeah, I mean, all day. Um, yeah. But we have really good external parts. We really haven't done an insane amount of changing the bike, really. Yeah. Uh, where it was, like Carlin Gardner, our, our team manager, and. Um, the notes and stuff we have from the MXGP side we were yeah. using. Uh, we were able to use some of the parts from those guys, what they had, and Carlin did a bunch of testing before just to get like somewhat of a base, and that's kind of what we went off of. And um, like I said, we've tested a lot of suspension stuff, some clamp stuff, um, you know, some things like that, but we haven't done an insane amount yet. I really haven't got to ride it as much as I've wanted. Uh, but where we are now, I, I do feel we're in a good spot. You know, it's kind of one thing at a time. Um, each day, it's an improvement. So. I'm happy. I mean, it's uh, like I said. I wish I had more more seat time on it, but it is what it is. Uh, we got the whole month of December to get ready for A1. I'm really happy about that. I don't have to bounce back and forth between a Cowie and a Beta anymore. <laughs> I can just be on one bike. So that would be pleasant. I'm very happy to do that. So it's been kind of an insane year. Starting on the Honda, riding the Cowie, now I've been on the Beta. So I just want to be stuck on something and start to build and uh, get a relationship with a bike and try and learn it as, as quick as I can. So positively looking forward to 2024, I gather. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good season, man. It'll be exciting. We'll have our highs and lows. and yeah. I mean, that's that's evident, you know. But um, that's racing anyway. That's racing anyway, and the team's aware of that too. Yeah. You know, like we're not trying to shoot for the stars, but we also, I, I feel like me and Benny are, are, are good riders, and we have a lot of potential, and I feel like the bike has a lot of potential itself. So, um, you know, we'll see. One thing at a time, one weekend at a time. we got our goals where we feel like we need to be, and... By the end of the season, I really hope we're in a spot where we can uh, we can surprise a lot of people with it. Yeah, nice. Well, look, thank you for making the trip down to Australia for World Supercross, and hopefully we see you down here at some point again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. All right, round three, Melbourne World Supercross. we with the fill-in rider, Dylan Wills. Dylan, you had an interesting night, mate. Yeah, for sure. Um, got the chance to try and make a move and tried to make it and it backfired on me but fuck it was fun <laughs> mate you got a good start in that heat race and then you just ran it in there and look I, we got the sequence uh, we'll put it up later but um why not you're there make the most of the moment right that's it man i mean and to, to be honest with you he was super cool about it we just spoke before and he was he was fine i, I mean he has to be fine right because he's done it to a thousand people yeah but both of you neither of you really like took the leg out or anything like that you weren't t-boning nah, nah. you were running a block and just running the guy high yeah for sure i mean I you got worse off but for sure i mean he he didn't really hit me to be fair i think he he probably knows that people would have jumped out of the stands and bashed him <laughs> if he had actually hit me hard but he just ran me wide and i hit the tough block went over the berm it is what it is but um it was fun man it was fun i've never had a standing ovation riding back <laughs> into the pit area after a race where i got last so it was cool
it was cool. It's, it's got to be a nice highlight for you over the whole weekend. Just a bit, one to be a part of it, too, to then have that happen. So, yeah, nice work. The rest of the night, look, you, you were up there at times and you sort of had a one, one motor, you are off at the back, weren't you? Like you had a crash or something, I think. Yeah, uh, we just had an interesting first turn going on. But that's what I say about the, the whole situation kind of ruined my night because I had last <laughs> gate pick. But yeah. it is what it is. You just, you just take it. But I... Um, where did you lose the rear guard? I saw that in one of the motors. Oh man, me and Moran's had a moment and uh, and we hit in the air and it snapped my guard off, I think. But yeah, it was like a, I actually went and apologized to him because I, I went to like down the start straight backwards, right? And I went double and he was on my inside and I, I gripped up and shot across and I accidentally hit him. Yep. And he went down and I was like, Fuck. I felt really bad about it, but he was he was all good. I went and saw him and, and he was cool. It was just, just racing, but um. Yeah, I didn't go down in, I don't think I went down in any of them, but it was, um, yeah, it's just so hard. Maybe it was that one that I saw you at the back with the guard missing yeah. and assumed you went down, but yeah, so no, look, interesting night. So what are we doing next year? Are we coming back and doing more Supercross or what are you doing? Um, Supercross, I reckon, yeah, I reckon for sure. But um, motocross, no, I don't think so. It's no. not part of the plan anymore? No, not really. I just want to have fun, man, and, and that's not really that fun racing motocross. So um, we'll see. Things might change. I really don't know. Um, but got some offers to do some overseas races and things like that and then um well that's cool yeah so i want to do i want to go and uh, i got the chance to travel the world and race a dirt bike and i want to you know i want to take those opportunities before i get too old in there um and they're not there anymore yeah nice well look um i'm sure dylan wills is getting a phone call for a wild card next year because of what happened tonight so um if nothing else you've got a moment in time where people are going to remember your name um and a memory for you to you know be a part of something cool for sure, man. It was heaps of fun, and um, I'm glad he was a good sport about it. He, he, he had to be. He's done it to everyone, so um, just wish I hit him harder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish on that. That's awesome. Well done. Um, yeah, we'll see you next year. Thanks, mate. All right, round three, World Supercross Melbourne. Uh, Kevin Moran's Honda Nils. Maybe not a great night results-wise, but we're not here to talk about results. Oh, I just saw the elbows yeah, actually yeah. too. That's not cool. Um, I did see you on the ground. My notes were from Moto1, uh, not looking comfy. Um, and then Moto3 on the ground after the whoops. That was my notes on you for the night. Yeah, uh, big big get off in the second one as well. So, yeah, start off in the first one. It bunches up real tight in those first few corners if you're mid-pack to back, back of the pack. So while everybody's bunched up, uh, the wild card number is 64. Uh, I don't know who. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan just he gave me the beans. So then that's fair game. It's racing. He was, um, but it screwed me up, obviously. Dropped me like four or five positions. It was just tough to come back. So I was ready to regroup, come back in the second one, and an extra little bit of a situation. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to talk about it too much, but long story short, it went Josh Hill, uh, number 64, what's his name? Dylan Wills. Dylan. He's our Aussie wild yeah. card. Or no, Dylan, then Josh, then me. Well, right before the mechanics area, as we're passing that little shenanigan of uh, out wide, triple, or inside double, Yeah. Josh went out to cut him off, and 64... Um, was like cut in. down instead of checking up because I saw Josh go out so I'm like oh he's gonna they're gonna stuff each other I went inside to double I'm straight and I'm doubling and instead of 64 um, checking up he decided to curve Josh and jump straight over into where I was took my bike out of under me in air oh, no. so lost the bike and just landed right on my butt is that where the elbows came in or that was, was where one elbow came oh, in oh so one we're okay. there we're getting okay. there okay. Right. story uh, continues and then yeah indeed so. That was rough, obviously. I, was, I got cross jump, so there's nothing I could do. Yep. So, got back up, grabbed the bike, and it was all twisted up. So, that was a DNF for us, unfortunately. Uh, we were just focused on coming back. Okay, let's just get at least one good moto in. Uh, third one, got off to a decent start. 
uh, got shoveled around, but then was clicking off good laps, and right at the end of the whoops, absolutely just tucked the front pretty hard. So that's where the other elbow came in. So rough night for me. I mean, I'm just super grateful to be able to do these rounds. I've done all three of them. I'm semi-healthy. I'm walking away. Uh, it was a bummer because I was sitting ninth in the championship coming in. I really wanted to be top ten at the end of it. Yeah. But it is what it is. I'm just super thankful for the opportunity. They'll have, you know, Giacomo, uh, Christy, the whole team for giving me this opportunity. And I want to come back next year. It's been really cool with the whole Moran's Mafia and a bunch of people coming by, um, you know, appreciating the vlogs that we continue to, uh, to produce. I have probably 50 to 100 people every race internationally saying that. And it's even more in America as well. So well, that's been pretty cool. The Aussie fans don't get a chance to see you guys very often. So when they do, they're usually appreciative of the fact you're here. So yeah. you're probably getting that love from, at this point. Yeah, definitely. So uh, it's been pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, overall, a little bit of a bummer. But, hey, it's race and it's part of it. Again, just super thankful, and then now it's just, yeah, getting ready for the, back to the KTM, the full Kevin Moran's racing program. We're going to have our own team, uh, teamed up with Champion Tool Storage. We're going to have a full rig, full canopy just for my creative program. So if you want to join the Moran's Mafia, kevinmorans.com, hit the Join Moran's Mafia tab. Get your front number, uh, or front, let me restart. Front, get your, front name yeah, get your <laughs> Yeah, get your name on the, the front fender anywhere from around the world. Uh, as long as you're a part of the Patreon, we'll put your name on there. So it's not just uh, secluded to the U.S. Appreciate the fans getting behind the program, and uh, we got to get creative as a privateer to make it happen. Yeah, no, you're very good at that. Um, we talked about that when we did the podcast interview. But, yeah, you the way you bring people in and support it, it's a different level. And, yeah, obviously everybody can support Kevin Morans. But um, we appreciate you seeing you here in Australia. Yep. Um, hopefully we get to see you here next year. Yep. Um, we'll have to wait and see if that works out, but yep. good luck in uh, 2024. Yeah, thank you very much, and I'm I'm going to do whatever i got to do to get on one of these teams. Hopefully it's uh, <laughs> Honda Nils as well, but uh, yeah, would love to continue racing for World Supercross. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, hopefully we'll see you next year. Yep, thank you.